for you and your life? Do you find yourself daydreaming about things you hardly ever get to experience? Do you set goals that you can't wait to achieve and then suddenly realize you're making no headway? You're not alone. So many of us are living a version of our lives that is less than what we deserve. We're ready for more, but the problem is we don't know how to get it. This podcast's intention is to fill you up with tips, tricks, and tools to unlock your motivation, get energized, and begin living a life of your wildest dreams. Let's do this. I'm Ashley, and this is the Sparks Podcast. Welcome back to the Sparks Podcast. I am your host, Ashley Smith, and today I just really want to talk burnout. Let me tell you what, I don't think I have ever been so burnt out, and not even on stuff that I don't enjoy doing, just burnt out on on health and wellness and life and everything and it can be such a difficult place to be. So I really want to just give you a backstory of why I'm in this situation and then maybe talk about how we can all cope with this burnout because I think a lot of us are hitting this COVID wall right now where we're hitting the year mark of working from home or not seeing our friends and family and starting to get frustrated um, at not accomplishing the things that we're wanting to accomplish and, you know, all these sorts of things. And it's just really culminating in a big, anxious, burnt out pile of (laughs) crap that everyone's experiencing right now. So it feels like a very poignant topic. So to just launch in, kind of been going on now for, oof, probably a month, I'd say, and it comes in several forms for me. So it comes from when there's just so much on my plate that can be a combination of my day job, my coaching business, um, the course I'm trying to take, the hours I'm trying to get, um, the studying I'm trying to do for the exam I'm going to take, on top of trying to maintain social media and some sort of some sort of friendships, even though none of us are in person right now, and um, you know, maintain time to read things and do things that I like on my free time and exercise and eat healthy, and it all culminates in this giant mess where I feel like I can't do any of those things because I don't even know where to begin. And in another form, my burnout can be quite specific because. It can be related to one specific area. So um, my day job, I can get incredibly burnt out from having too much work and having to work late and longer hours to get it done and then not taking enough breaks. And it also comes from the coaching and the health and wellness side. It is so easy um, as a health and wellness coach or um, as someone interested in personal development to burn yourself out over over wellness, which sounds crazy. It seems like the more you perform wellness and practice wellness, that the easier life would be, the less burnout you would have, but that's not the case. What can happen is you can be so focused on um, improvement, so focused on personal development, on being healthy, on finding new ways to change and to up-level that 
you're not giving yourself a break to just be yourself as you are and to exist now in this moment. That can also cause burnout to the point where you just cease to do anything wellness related. And so for me now, it's kind of a combination of all of these things. Um, I'm just generally burnt out by the amount of things on my plate in addition to being burnt out at work and burnt out in my coaching and wellness industry. So at this point, I feel a little bit like flat on the ground. And I am almost positive that a lot of you listening probably feel similarly, which is why I think this is a really important thing to talk about right now. So how do we deal with burnout? Honestly, recording this podcast is in large part so that I can work out aloud for myself how to deal with burnout because one thing that's common for me as a coach is I find it very easy to give advice um, but very difficult to take my own. So I'd really like to work this through today on this podcast, how we can deal with burnout and maybe actually try and follow my own advice this time. Step one is take a breath, friend. Take a breath. You can't work through burnout. You're going to keep being more and more burnt out until you hit a low of lows and you're never going to be able to dig yourself out. Okay, that's not fair. You will be able to dig yourself out, but it will be more and more difficult the longer you allow yourself to ride this wave of burnout. So the first step is to really take a freaking breather. Stop. Stop what you're doing. Stop like constantly trying and trying. You need to take a break and allow your brain a chance to recover. You need to, and if, if you're burnt out in the health and wellness space, stop trying to find ways to be better and to try harder and just be. A really good thing to do to just take a moment to be is meditate. And it doesn't even have to be a super impressive deep meditation. It really can just be something like a progressive muscle relaxation, which you can find if you go to my YouTube channel, Discovering Sparks. I have recorded a progressive muscle relaxation there that you can find, but you can also just easily do it yourself. And all that is, is finding a quiet place to sit, no distractions, close your eyes, notice your breathing, and then progressively move from one muscle to the next, consciously relaxing it. So you can begin with your toes and your feet and move all the way up to your head, consciously relaxing each muscle. And what this is doing is really, first of all, bringing you present to your present space. Your mind can be, or has to be, nowhere else but in your body at this moment, thinking of nothing else but how these muscles feel. And then you are also taking time to relax, to allow yourself to calm down. Because a lot of times when we're stressed and overwhelmed and burnt out, we're holding a lot of that in our body. So the progressive muscle relaxation is a perfect opportunity for you to really loosen and allow yourself to ground into the earth. So if you want to, do this progressive muscle relaxation lying down. Um, So you can really feel yourself in the earth. And once you get through each muscle, notice how you feel and notice as you sink into the ground how your body feels on the ground. So that's just an easy way to quickly take a moment 
to yourself to recenter, refocus, and calm down. Of course, in many cases, just doing a couple times of meditation is not going to relieve you completely of burnout. There's a little bit of habit change that has to happen here. You need to realize that constantly going and being on and pushing hard is negatively affecting you, and it's not going to help you moving forward. The way to keep being a good and productive worker is to allow yourself breaks, to allow yourself time to not think about these things and to decompress. So what I would suggest for you and myself moving forward is to take some time, get a piece of paper, and simply lay out everything that's coming up for you, everything that's causing you stress. Just do, as Rachel Hollis calls it, I think she calls it like an idea soup or something like that, but just write out all the actions that are causing you stress that you're not getting to. So for me, that would be listing out, um, you know, um, my reading that I have to complete, my modules that I have to watch and listen to. Um, the podcasts that I have to record, the coaching sessions that I need clients for, the, um, you know, 50 things I have to do in my day job, working out, um, developing a healthier plan for meals for the week, um, excuse my email sounds, um, and it goes on and on and on. So list out every single thing that you have that you're thinking about that maybe while you're in the heat of doing something else, you think, oh shoot, I have that thing that I haven't done yet. You know, so that just get it all out on paper. And what you might find once this is all on paper, looking at this list is that first of all, a lot of that stuff probably isn't as urgent as you deem it to be. And second of all, think about what you might perhaps be able to automate on that list or do all out at once and so then you don't have to think about it for a little while. So for example, a month or so ago, I did podcast interviews like every night for a week. So then I had a month and a half of podcast interviews I didn't have to worry about getting done. So think about what you can do like that that might help things to fit into your schedule a little bit more. And then for timing, look at this list and really think about what is the most important thing to complete first. And a way that you can do this without just feeling super overwhelmed by staring at your list is to begin with a life priority list. So what does that mean? That is something I do in the Discovering Sparks Academy and can do in my one-on-one coaching. So if you'd like to do that and then dive a little bit deeper, um, feel free to reach out to me and we can talk about my coaching programs. But I'll give you um, just an overview of what that is here. Write out a list of your life priorities. This can be anything from, say, family, friendships, um, career, financial uh, stability, um, mental health, physical health. So list out the things like that that are priorities to you in your life and put them down the side of a paper. Once you have that all written out, start kind of like a March Madness style bracket um, where, but a little bit different I guess in March Madness where you'll begin with the first two. So let's say 
mental health versus physical health. Which one of those is more important to you right now? So if I'm thinking, you know, my mental health is relatively okay at the moment, so I'll say physical health is what I need to work on first. I would put a check next to physical health. So then I go one and three. So mental health versus career. Which one matters to me more? You know, mental health matters a lot more than my career. So I'm putting a check. And then do the one and four. Mental health versus financial health. I'll put a check next to mental health. So on and so forth. So once you've done that for your number one, then switch to number two. So physical health versus career, which matters more. Perhaps career matters more to me, so I'll put a check next to career. Um, and go the whole way down for number two versus each one, number three versus each one, and so on. Then once you have that completed, take a look at the check marks. See which items have the most check marks, and then reorder your list. So the most amount of check marks is at the top, and it goes to the least amount. And if you have any ties, just pit those two against each other to see which matters more to determine where they'll go on your list. So once you've done this, you've developed a life priority list and you can see to you what really matters, like what you really want to spend time on right now. And let me just say as well, think about it more on as what you need to work on right now than what matters most to you because for example, I'm always going to choose mental health over career, right? Email again. But perhaps at this point in time, I feel pretty solid in my mental health and what I need to work on is my career. So I might choose career in that case. So while you're doing this, it's not necessarily what's most important to you, but what's most important for you to improve upon right now. So this list can help you determine how you're going to sort through this idea soup that you have. Taking a look at everything on your list uh, in your idea soup and comparing it to your life priority list, where is it best for you to begin? So if my career is number one on my life priority list, perhaps I want to focus on the biggest thing that I've listed that will help my career. And that could be, for example, uh, locating some paying coaching clients. So go ahead and go through your idea soup in that way, pulling out the things that most matter for you right now and kind of order that idea soup list as well. So then you can allow yourself to take a little break to notice, all right, so maybe reading for pleasure really doesn't matter that much to me right now. Maybe I can try and factor in some time next month once I get some of these other things out of the way. I also just want to say there are going to be things that are not high on your priority list that need to get done. And that's going to be things like, you know, cleaning the house or something urgent you have to do at work. Um, and that's okay. The life priority list, basically our life priorities, if you're looking at like a pie chart and everything should have equal weight kind of, um, that's never going to be the case for time because your work day is probably going to be more time than a lot of the other things that you get to do. So there's always going to be a little bit of an imbalance, but it's really how you choose to use the rest of that time. So it's like if you're creating a clear boundary for yourself that at five o'clock you're signing off from the workday, um, things like that. And maybe giving yourself specific sets of time for um, working on your side business. And like I said earlier, figuring out ways to automate things and to make things simpler, figuring out ways to delegate, um, 
deciding what needs to be done now versus what really could wait. Um, but also, it's about letting yourself find time for calm, um, as I mentioned in the beginning, because you can't just put all of the fun side tasks or side hobbies, they can't all go on your later list because then what's the point? You're just going to burn out again if you're not letting yourself do anything that truly brings you joy. So make sure to factor in at least a couple hours a week to do something that really brings you joy, that allows you to calm, all of that. And one thing I would say is that a good way that I should take my own advice for and do this, a good way to help yourself climb out of a burnout is to really get back on a routine. And morning and evening routines are something I preach nonstop um, to my clients, particularly your morning routine um, is really a way to to jumpstart in a positive way. So if you're beginning your morning, honestly, I would say two hours before the start of your workday is ideal if you have that sort of time. Um, to get up, get out of bed, make your bed so you don't get back in it, don't press snooze. Um, if you can, get out into natural light or just like the natural breeze. In that two-hour period, it's really helpful for you to naturally wake up and get energy. Um, find time to move your body during that period, whether it's just a walk, if it's an intense workout, if it's yoga, whatever it is, move your body. Drink water. It is so important. I love to have two glasses of water before I begin any caffeine for the day. Um, and then do something productive for yourself. So that can mean... And that's productive for yourself, not productive for all of those things burning you out. So that could be a meditation. It could be that body relaxation I talked about. It could be reading a book you really like or taking time to read a magazine or maybe watching, I don't know, one of your favorite um, like Bravo specials, whatever it is. Doing something for yourself in the morning that's calming um, is really important. And the reason, too, that I say two hours is because... We can be so rushed in the morning, especially when we're going into work, which I know for many of us right now is not something that we're doing, but we're getting our own sort of rush now where you're waking up later and then just hopping right on the computer and not giving yourself any time to get ready for the day. Um, and it's really not good to jump right into the day without easing your way up. You want to be able to slide into the day in a positive and happy way doing things that make you happy, taking your time getting ready, easing into it so that you're not jumping into work feeling super rushed, which is, you know, it elevates your heart rate, it um, can cause anxiety and tightness in your chest and your body, um, and that's not a good way to begin a day because it's a lot easier to then continue that feeling through the rest of the day. So morning routine is a nice, smart way to pop yourself out of um, out of that burnout and so I promise to you audience that I'm going to take my advice and really try and hop on another morning routine so what else should we do have self-gratitude and self-compassion that is so important because when we're be feeling burnt out it can be really easy to blame yourself 
to be angry at yourself for not being able to accomplish enough, to feel like it's your fault that you're stuck in this pit. And, you know, it's not easy to lift yourself back up if you're pushing yourself down. So it's important to take a ta- uh, some time to sit with yourself, maybe with a journal. Um, you could, you know, record yourself on a voice note and just brag to yourself on yourself. Be grateful for yourself. Be proud of yourself. Um, tell yourself how wonderful you've been doing and be compassionate. Like I said, let yourself know that you understand why you feel this way, that it's normal that we all get like this sometimes and that we have to take a step back and care for ourselves. Really treat yourself like you treat a friend in the same situation. Do some like inner child work and reparent yourself here. Um, because we don't give ourselves enough compassion. So that is a really important thing to try. I hope what I've shared today on this podcast has been helpful for you in some way. It has been very helpful for me to talk through it. Um, And thank you for listening. I just want you to know as well that you really are so unbelievably capable and worthy and sometimes things can really suck and sometimes things can be really hard and that is not an unusual thing. You are not unusual for experiencing this difficulty and this stress and this overwhelm. This happens to everyone and just know that I'm here with you and we're all in this together. We're all experiencing this at an even worse um, rate lately due to COVID and Um, we can get through this. We can take steps that will help us. We can honor ourselves and our feelings and our needs, and we can all move through this together. So thank you so much for listening to this today. I hope it did something to help you, and I would love if you would share a screenshot of this on your Instagram story and tag me at Discovering Sparks um, with your favorite quote or your favorite piece of advice from today. Additionally, I just want to let you know about something super exciting I'm doing. I have a giveaway going on right now for five free coaching sessions with me. And this is such an amazing offer. I'm so excited to share this with you guys. It's 20 to 30 minute sessions and really it's meant to help to um, garner your confidence and your self-efficacy. And really I'm there to help you work through Uh, your issues and uncover what will work best for you to move forward with your goals and lasting change based on your strengths and your values. So it's something, it's a a really great experience to be coached. I've been coached in this way as well. And I hope that I'm able to give some of these sessions to one of you. So if you'd like to enter that giveaway, screenshot this episode, share it and tag me in it on your Instagram story, and then go on over and um, tag someone in my post that says giveaway. Um, And I am looking forward to sharing more great content with you. So thank you for tuning in. Um, If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast and encourage your friends to listen as well. And have a beautiful day.